Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a hypnotherapist, life coach, yoga instructor, and mom. I teach women how to master their minds and take control of their energy to create peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose in their career and life. I'm so happy you're here. Hello there. Welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you are having a great day and a great week so far. So a couple weeks ago, I recorded a podcast and it was on the law of resonance. And I think it was called the most important law of the universe. It was like two or three weeks ago. So anyways, I want to kind of expand on that a little bit and talk more about that. So last episode or the episode that I'm talking about, the law of resonance, what I said is something that I've heard a lot from Dr. Wayne Dyer, and it's that you don't get what you want, you get who you are. So this week, I want to share with you a few other things that I've learned for you to kind of help take this even deeper. So what I also hear a lot and believe to be true is that you don't get what you want, you get what you believe. And in other manifestation teachings, they say you get what you believe that you are worthy of. So I've shared that with you guys before on different episodes. So you've probably heard it worded like that before, that the law of attraction really does come down to what you believe and your level of self-worth. So what you think about yourself and what you believe you are worthy of or deserving of receiving or having or being or doing or whatever, right? So if you haven't done this ep- this exercise, I know I've suggested it to you guys before. And I know sometimes we listen to podcast episodes and we're not always in a place to do the work that is maybe suggested. So I do encourage you to do this at some point when you have a moment to journal is to grab your journal and write down what you think about yourself. Write down what you, like if you were to just write down what you think about yourself in terms of health, in terms of relationships, in terms of purpose, in terms of money, in terms of fulfillment in terms of time in terms of deserving something that you want what is it that you want how what do you think about yourself in in what you want what are things that come to mind do you feel bad for wanting what you want do you feel like guilty are you feeling like oh I'm so spoiled for getting that thing right like what are things that you've recently received um that were good things like that you wanted do you feel bad for having them or for getting them? Do you feel um, bad for not having what you want? So just start to write down and think about your relationship with yourself because that is what you are projecting out. So just remember that your energy is what is communicated to the universe. It's not so much about the single words or the single sentences that you say it's the energy that those words and sentences are made up of it's the tone 
of what you say in those words. So like when you kind of make fun of yourself in a way to kind of like diffuse tension but is like cutting yourself down, there's an energy that's conveyed to the universe there, right? And if you, um, it's just, it's all about even the energy that you do things in. Um, I share this a lot and I had posted something um, a little while back on Instagram a couple weeks ago about the energy that we do self-care in or self-growth work or health practices. Like, are you working out because you, from the energy of self-rejection or are you working out from the energy of self-love? And that was a shift that I made in my own life that was really, really helpful. And just a subtle shift in energy. No action changed. I still run. I still do yoga. I still do weights, just like I did when I was 19. But the energy I do them in has changed. And in some cases, like the intensity has changed and even maybe lessened. But I would say that I'm in much better shape now. Um, you know, I don't like maybe using that word, but like much better fitness level and um, and even like body, I, I don't know, composition or whatever you want to call it. I would say that I feel more um, strong and more fit in my body now than I did when I was 19. And so that's after having three girls back to back to back. So like, I don't think that, I think that we need to think about life, not just about the actions that we take. It's about why are we taking these actions, right? Like, why are you eating the salad? Because you actually feel good when you eat it and you love yourself so much that you want to fuel yourself with the essential vitamins and minerals and all the things or is it like because of what you ate on the weekend and now you're like punishing yourself and why are you um you know if you're single why are you going on a date with someone is it because you don't feel good enough on your own or are you actually wanting to be in a partnership do you feel whole on your own and you want to just have somebody to share life with right it's so much about the energy there's nothing wrong with being in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with eating a salad or eating a piece of pizza. It's so much about why are you doing it? Are you numbing? Are you celebrating? Are you like trying to make yourself feel better? Are you stuffing down emotions? Why are you doing the things you do? Because why you do things matters. What you think about yourself matters way more than any of the action that you take it's the action that you it's the energy sorry that you're taking it's the belief that you hold about yourself your self-concept your self-image that is infused into all of the action right I have been kind of slowly picking my way through uh, Course in Miracles the workbook for students manual for teachers and one day like when I first pulled this book off my shelf I just flipped to lesson 32 
and it was just really divine timing. It said, I have invented the world I see. That's the lesson for 32. Um, And then I just want to read you a little bit from the write-up. So it says, you're not a victim of the world you see because you invented it. You can give it up as easily as you made it up. You will see it or not see it as you wish. While you want it, you will see it. When you no longer want it, it will not be there for you to see. I think that that's so interesting to just kind of contemplate and almost like meditate on that thought. I have invented the world I see based on what I believe. So I just added that last part on because it's just so fitting with this week's episode, right? I have invented the world I see and then I'm adding on based on what I believe. So you don't get what you want, you get what you believe and you get what you believe you're worthy of and you get get what you think is possible for you. So like I said, that exercise is journaling about what you think about yourself and how capable you see yourself and how you feel about yourself is very telling to why you are where you're at in your life, quote unquote good or bad. Okay, so the things that you want, that's awesome. And the, th- the things that you want and you have, that's awesome that you see yourself as someone who's worthy of having those things. The things that you want and you don't have, that's okay because now you know where you're starting at. Like now you know, okay, well, I don't believe that I'm like worthy of having that thing yet. So maybe that's why I'm not taking action on the thing, right? So when we think about procrastination in this sense, it's like, don't people go about things in a way that I don't always think is helpful. And so when it comes to like procrastination, for example, people think like, oh, I need to solve why I'm such a procrastinator. I need to figure this out. I need to solve for this problem. And instead it's like, well, why are you procrastinating? And I think I've shared this with you guys on the podcast, but it's like, are you procrastinating because maybe you don't actually want the thing that you're saying to you want? Like if it's, if it's some sort of movement, you're like, oh, I'm going to start a 10K running program. Well, do you actually like running? Do you actually want to do that? Or if you're saying, yeah, I do, I do, I really want to run, I really think that it's aligned for me. It's like, okay, well, then maybe there's the belief of, um, like, it's not, I'm not going to be as fast as I want to be, or it's, I'm going to fail, or I'm going to look silly. There's a reason why you're doing something. So whenever we're, we want something, and like it's a true core want, but we're not finding ourselves doing it or taking action towards it, it's because there's a part of us that's at war with it. So we need to get both parts of ourselves on board with the thing before we can, like then we'll then we'll go and get it and we'll go and achieve it. But when we have the two parts of ourselves at war, then the stronger part is going to win out the stronger energy, right? So you don't have to like, there's not a lot that you need to learn on procrastination besides just stop calling yourself a procrastinator and just figure out, is it a core alignment value for me to have or do or want this thing? And if yes, then what am I scared of? What am I worried could happen? And sometimes we're worried of good things happening. Sometimes we're worried of our life changing and us losing people in our life, like people like not being a part of our life anymore. So there's a lot of, uh, I was going to say a lot of weird things, but it's not necessarily weird, but there's a lot of reasons why sometimes our subconscious mind can hold us back from doing things. 
um, when our conscious mind is like, I don't understand, I really, really want this thing, but then maybe it's just a subconscious um, belief that we held, maybe we learned something when we were little that this happens to you, right? Like even think about money for a moment. Think about how much programming we receive when we're little around money. People in movies, for example, are wealthy. They're like the bad guys. They're like the greedy guys. They're the ones that are um, usually like snotty and stuck up. They're the ones that usually have a lot of money. And it seems to be like the poor people are the ones that only have good values. If you have a lot of money in movies, you usually probably have poor values and you were sneaky and took from people to get that money. And the people who are poor are the ones that are wholesome and, um, like, yeah, like I said, have good values and a good work ethic. And they just, they're the ones that are actually living the good life, right? The honest people. So it's like when we are little, we receive this programming. And then of course we grow up and we live in a material world where, you know, groceries cost money, a rent or mortgage costs money, a car costs money, clothing costs money, trips cost money, everything and it's not a problem it's not none of it is a problem nothing is inherently good or bad uh but when you think like oh i want to make more money you almost feel bad about wanting to make more money because you have received this programming that money is bad or you have religious programming that money is the root of all evil and that's just not true those things are not true that's not actually what's even in like the bible so you're, you don't, you can have money, for example, and be an honest person. You can be, um, I also see that in, in uh, movies, for example, that it's like the girl that was like, let's say the pretty and popular girl was the thin one with like clear skin. And then, um, but she's actually like a brat and like mean she's the mean girl right think of the movie mean girls and then the other girl that's like the other the main character that's maybe not popular she's like maybe she's got glasses or maybe she's got like you know acne if she's a teenager and like the unpopular one and they just make they portray people in such a stereotypical way and it's just all um when we're watching movies especially, we're in a hypnotic state. So it actually is programming us. Even if you sit here and say consciously like, no, I don't think that about people or I don't think that about money. It's like, okay, well, maybe you're not consciously thinking that about money, but on a subconscious level that may have been programmed into you, right? Or even like parents when you're little, when you're a little kid and you want something and then your parents maybe said like, you know, we can't afford that, or what do you think money grows on trees, or you should just be happy for what you get, right? And these are all just like really just little things that um, can imprint into our mind uh, that make us feel like bad for wanting things. So I really think about this, especially for little girls who grow into be women, is like the programming that little girls get is um, a lot different than the programming that little boys get. Like it's acceptable for, acceptable for little boys to be like muddy and messy and loud and rambunctious and jumping and all of that. Whereas there's a lot different programming that's put on girls or a lot different belief systems that are put on little girls. And 
again, when we talk about these kind of things, it's not ever to make anyone feel bad, to shame parents or caregivers or whatever. Maybe you're a mom of girls or boys and you find yourself kind of into these things too. And it's not, it's never about blaming or judging anyone. It's just about awareness and just noticing that this is, this is all part of our culture and our society, that we have this program that we kind of continue on um, feeding into our children and that's what it really means to be like a cycle breaker is to decide intentionally what you want to believe about the world and about yourself so that you can change the lineage for yourself your family your your kids whatever and that's something that I really try to do for my girls around like health and around like time and and that it's it's absolutely essential to prioritize self-care because, um, you know, we're physical body. We, we have a physical body that needs to be walked. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's funny how when people get a dog, they think like, okay, yeah, the dog needs to be walked like two times a day. But like, before you had a dog, you maybe didn't go for a walk for yourself. Like, what do you think the dog needs, needs exercise, but you don't, you know? So, we have to like think about these um, these things and these beliefs that we hold because it's the beliefs that we hold that are shaping our whole world. So the world is only what you believe it to be. There's something called um, the observer effect and I've heard it through Michael Beckwith. So if you want to like learn more, maybe google that and look into it but essentially I also actually heard about it from the book that I was reading oh I can't remember what the book was called off the top of my head but I think I shared it on my Instagram stories one time but it was a very um intense like definitely way over my head but a few parts I like was able to kind of just lightly grasp and a lot it was all on like quantum physics and how like they talked about the observer effect as well in that and how what you are seeing, what you believe about what you're seeing can change the matter. Like your thoughts and energy have the ability to change matter. And I mean, like that's, that is quantum physics right there and the law of attraction right there, right? So the observer effect is just like when there's, scientists who do studies they have to take that into consideration that the people who are maybe helping or or like monitoring the study or something along those lines that they have to um that they're they them viewing the study has the ability to change the study so i think that's what it was talking about in the book that i was listening to Um, and it was like, they were like rolling, like rolling dice or something like that. And part of people's, um, thoughts about what would happen also went into play on what would actually happen or something along the lines. So I'm kind of butchering it, but it's a very interesting law or, um, phenomenon to like look into yourself and just recognize that you have power beyond what you um, have ever been taught or ever could even think about. I think our power 
from our mind and from our energy is truly like beyond what we could even almost believe but and on that note um somebody that I follow her name is Jenna Zoe and she talks about this that like everybody is going to be able to do different things with the power of their mind and or energy based on what they believe is possible so like for example in a podcast that I was listening to from her she was like, I be- like if I, if I believed, for example, that I could change the size of my lips just by thought alone, then I could do that. But if you believe that you you had to get like Botox to do it, but you would be able to stretch it out with the mind, then you could do that, right? So what you believe matters, and I know that some of you might like roll your eyes at some of this talk and that's fine. I really just want to introduce you to some of these topics because um, it's very, to me, I think it's very fun to think that we have more ability than we maybe ever knew to be conscious creators in our own world. And I want to expand you and to help open your mind up to potential to create a life that you want I mean that's literally the whole point of the work that I want to do and that I do with the aligned membership is to create an aligned life and you can do that through thought energy and of course aligned action so yeah I just wanted to expand on that because I had more to say I feel like I could go on forever But just a few things to kind of wrap it up to summarize what we talked about. Just remember that you don't get what you want, you get what you believe. And or we could say you get what you believe you're worthy of, that you are deserving of having, being, or doing. And just to remember that you are the one who has invented the world that you see and that you experience and that you have the ability to invent it any way that you want by learning how to believe new things. Learning how to believe in yourself is one of the most important things, of course. So the exercise I encourage you to do if you haven't done it before is to grab your journal, write down what you think about yourself, write down how you see yourself, what you think you're capable of, what you think you're worthy of, in this current state don't feel bad about it don't like use that as an opportunity to like have negative feelings towards yourself just recognize it and get curious on how you can change it to be more what you would like to be for yourself what you would like to believe about yourself so maybe on a new page you can write down what you want to believe to be true about yourself what you want to feel worthy of having being and doing and then from there work on those beliefs how can you start to tell yourself like I'm I actually do feel like I'm worthy of more and and then follow it up so uh, the last thing that I'll say is like the law of attraction, for example, gets a lot of bad, a bad rap about it because it's like, oh, it's just positive thinking and and that's all like hogwash or whatever. And um, the thing that you just have to remember is like you have to marry that empowered belief with the action. 
So like somebody who deeply believes in themselves does take positive action, does take aligned action towards their goals, right? Like somebody who's like, no, I deserve to have um, like a self-care routine. And even though I'm a mom and I'm working, like I deserve to take care of myself and to have time by myself. That that person that really feels that way about themselves, they are the ones who create the boundaries, who speak what they need to say, like to get what they want. And then they go ahead and they do the things. They actually do the things. They get up to do what they need to do or they they schedule time during the day to do the exercises or the practices that they want to do. So that's an important thing to remember when it comes to aligned action and all of that. So uh, that's what I got for you guys for today. It was a long, uh, maybe a little bit all over the place episode, but I just wanted to share some thoughts with you guys to like maybe take this a little bit deeper, take this concept a little bit deeper and help you um, just revisit it in your own mind. I hope you'll go do and go do that exercise that I uh, suggested and I will chat with you all next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Align Wellness Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, I would be honored if you would share it with a friend who also loves personal growth and self-mastery and consider leaving a review on iTunes. If you are ready to take this work and apply it to your life, you have to check out the Align membership. Follow the link in the show notes for the most comprehensive personal growth platform that will help you create a life filled with peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose. I can't wait to see you inside.